Good morning, at least it's morning here, of the Dharma talk that I am going to endeavor to give today is dealing with feelings. How do, how do work with that? There's so many levels of that. There's so many nerve endings and there's so much uh, pain. And of course, the simple, um, the simple approach is uh, <laughs> take, take aspirin or try to find some way to do something about it, to do something. So there's no, we're not condemned to being at the, at the sharp end of a stick necessarily. So we could work with that in a way that we have as little um, arm wrestling as possible, as little uh, objection, as little warfare as possible, whether that is coming through your actual body, your whole sensorium, through your, your eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, mind, feelings. So how are the, however, however those are coming to you that are creating difficulty, uh, insofar as you can, of course, just receive. You already know this. You've heard me talk about it much. Not so easy. And of course, I'm, I was going to do a mountains and rivers. And I thought, well, since I'm in the right in the middle of a really difficult um, schoolroom called uh, <laughs> having really intense, painful feelings. And so um, I thought maybe I would talk uh, uh, from that uh, perspective of being in pain, which I am in right now. And uh, this doesn't mean that I'm such a wonderful person that I can ignore or forego the pain and just uh, teach that this pain gets so difficult that I may have to get up and leave. That hasn't <laughs> happened yet, but it's happened where I've had pain right before Dharma talk and right after one. <laughs> Mostly regretting what I said. <laughs> so the nerve ending kind of pain, which I have, uh, FYI, it's a foraminal uh, narrowing in the L4 and L5 lumbar, uh, according to the MRI diagnosis uh, or uh, so not not too many options there other than uh, let it go away or have surgery on it or something from what I understand. And I would uh, certainly invite uh, questions about this, but the different kinds of feelings, uh, including high, high power or high pressured thought patterns that have a feeling element, you could call a feeling element to them, have sharp spurs and spikes on them. The thought is, is what it is. and might be the truth, might be half truth, might be a lie, might be anything, but it seems to carry with it a lot of other kind of abrasive qualities to it, depending on where you're at with that. As you know, it's extremely complicated. And and to one of the ways we get away from the feeling is to three poisons, blame, passion, blame somebody, blame anything, blame. In my situation, uh, I blame, you know, <laughs> not taking care of me. So, but I also claimed uh, my health uh, would not be this way had I been told the truth about health. And I'm not going to go into health or anything. It's your business what you do there. But if, from my point of view, if I had not been, if I had been told the truth about how to maintain a healthy human form, uh, I would not be more than likely speculation. Of course, I would not be in this situation. Um, but perhaps dependent origination being what it is, I might not even be teaching. I might not be, this might, might not be happening, happening at all because you're not, you cannot find first cause to anything. If you think you can, you'll probably enjoy that and enjoy your conclusions. Most people do enjoy their conclusions. They're called opinions and they're, they're kind of like temporary shields against uncertainty. So if there's some kind of fear arising about anything, then there's likely to be 
extra things showing up with the feelings like, I shouldn't feel this way. I wish this would go away. This is horrible. And the constant comment that comes out of our mind stream around anything that's challenging or difficult. And also the feelings that are very pleasant and very smooth and very luxurious and very uh, stimulating and everything from a wonderful cuisine to uh, beautiful weather and walks in the park, uh, however, or uh, uh, sexual stimulation, uh, romantic uh, ideas, or, or even uh, uh, powerful movies uh, and, and plays and so on, uh, novels, where, there, where we go in and shake up the whole situation by creating an illusion of reality that we, we know it's not true. But it's so, if it's put together well, it's extremely powerful. And what is it? Entertaining. So we actually get entertained by witnessing a semblance of uh, suffering, people dying. So it, insofar as we can, in any of those situations, receive as much as you can. And then if you do start producing something out of that, that clarity that we're going to call, I'm going to call receiving, you're just seeing what's happening. It's uh it's a, a pain in my situation, pain in my hip and my leg and all that stuff. So it's just about observing that. And you'll notice, I'm sure you've noticed, I've noticed that there's an alternation happening there. Uh, the, the three types of pain in the Buddhist tradition are taught a pain of pain, which is a toothache, um, leg being sore, headache, migraine, tripping, breaking uh, your arm or something. Uh, very obvious what that is. Uh, and then the pain of alternation, which is you're not in pain this minute, but you know it's around the corner. So you're already in pain in anticipation of future pain. I've experienced that uh, just in taking steps and just in walking, knowing that two, two or three steps, uh, the pain backs off. And then I'm, but I'm not enjoying how backed off the pain is. I'm immediately thinking about, yeah, but that the fifth step, I'm going to get a lightning bolt up my leg. So pain of alternation. I'm, uh, um, well prepared to talk about this right now. I don't know if my response is going to be helpful to you. Perhaps not. Uh, maybe just entertaining. So observing that doesn't, there's no guarantee that by through observing that, that um, just because of the nature of dependent origination, if you have questions about that, I can go into that more, but it's just very simple that there's no one thing anywhere. It Things appear in a, in a temporary, uh, uh, a spontaneous uh, arising of an apparent oneness, but inspected closely, not separate. It's not a separate dynamic. It's depending on everything else for its apparent singularity, including the, the, the your human life. This is 100 years ago. Remember that 100 years ago? Actually, you, actually you, you've never left it. This is always the case. Difficult thing to talk about or express. And it's especially difficult if, if one is facing uh, some kind of crisis or one is in pain. And the idea isn't to uh, abandon the crisis or the pain for some kind of uh, ideal heaven realm in your mind that uh, everything is wonderful. No, it's actually seeing the, the nature of it. It's meeting everything where it is at, including pain, including uh, suffering, and including distress, including disappointment, without adding anything to it. It's just what it is. It's not something else. There's several questions. If go, you're... go ahead. Uh, questions. Are for, uh, I appreciate the questions. The first one from Shoka. How is yeah. physical pain a schoolroom? It's a schoolroom in that it 
it uh, reminds you of your uh, of the situation you're in. It, it allows you to continue to be embodied as a human form. You're, you're here. You're, this is this is your this is being a human being. Now, some people the causes and conditions uh, may not arise. Some people don't. I've known people who are meditators. Um, in fact, I, there might be somebody on here who rarely has any physical pain. Sitting has done a lot of sitting. Uh, I I remember a, a quick story that I've uh, anecdote that I've talked about before. When I was at a, I was at a month long sitting. It was in nineteen seventy five. I think it was five seventy five, and uh, I was sitting and having a, just a terrible time. My legs hurt. My knees hurt. My my back was sore, and everybody's sitting very still. And we're sitting in, at that time, uh, Trump or Rinpoche changed things around constantly so you didn't know what was going to happen next. But at that time, uh, there, the altar was here. They called it the shrine. The shrine was here. There were three rows of people here, and then there was an open space in front of the, the shrine, and there were three rows of people there facing this way. And nothing ever happened in there. They did a little bit of chanting, but very little. Mainly it was you came in and you sat down and you sat there for I don't know. It was around 10 hours a day. And uh, as I recall, uh, but I remember a fellow there sat across from me that I got to look at him uh, every day, day after day and day for a month. And I remember one time I was out uh, uh, in that kind of a, a, I guess you call it a break. <laughs> uh, and you weren't supposed to talk, but, but I was talking to him a little bit and I said, he was so, so still. He never moved. You're always so still. And he was, I was probably 33 or something, 34 at the time. Yeah, 34. And uh, and he said, uh, how did, I can't remember exactly how I said it. He says, yeah, I can hold still. But he says, but my mind is just spinning like crazy. I'm just a mess. And, you know, I thought, hmm, that's interesting. My mind's not a mess. <laughs> the reason my mind wasn't a mess, I was completely preoccupied with how painful, how much pain I was in. And the way my mind would come up is, uh, I don't look good with these people. They're thinking I'm a bad meditator. I'm just a beginner because I'm wiggling around. I thought they were all Mahasiddhas, which uh, maybe they were. So anyway, pain of alternation and that kind of contrast coming up. But the kind of pain I was going through, kind of pain he was going through, and Shoka, the kind of pain that you deal with. I know you deal with a lot of pain. It's just nerve endings being abraded in some way by causes and conditions that are uh, not particularly controllable, not that modern, what you want to call it, modern medicine doesn't cover that up or address it in so many different ways. Everything from what chiropractic to um, um, open heart surgery to some kind of surgery that may happen on this uh, this lumbar region of my spine. It looks like that might be the only way they can address that. And, uh, or, you know, acupuncture, uh, meditation, uh, different forms of meditation address uh, conditions like that. Um, a medicine Buddha. So there's ways of approaching that. And I would say that the, that different things will work in some ways to lighten the load or lessen the, the anxiety or the pain for some people and not for others. So I don't know if there's like a one size fits all. Um, more about that if you have it or more questions. Another question. Yes. This one from Juzan. Yeah. He asks, how are physical sensations and emotions both feelings? I just, uh, it's just a different uh, frequency of the same thing. Any, anywhere there's, uh, let me think of an example that's more 
as more of a contrast. The whole thing is, is, a, is a, an entire network that shows up emphasizing this, and then that dies on, then something else gets emphasized and something else. It's like we're not the eye. There's a visual consciousness that's happening that where we're receiving uh, visual um, but uh, objects. You see colors and shapes. And you can see actually see things that are unpleasant to look at, and sometimes the uh, thinking process around that comes and comments on it and and uh, and uh, emphasizes the 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 beautiful the beauty of something or the ugliness of something. Just like there's some sounds that are really beautiful, and other sounds are really discordant, and terrible, and and uh, so it's a it's a different kind of pain that happens in the in the mainstream. I would highly recommend that you look at it closely. Uh, maybe you could spend. Uh, couple days just working with the sense fields alone and notice the texture of the sense field those are all getting together and chiming together i mean it's a horrible chorus sometimes of the sense fields uh, that but what it does what does it do it convinces you you're somebody that needs to do something about this this is terrible i've got to stop i got to do this you know you you could just take it when i say take it i'm not talking about a macho kind of thing but you could receive whatever is happening to you I'm not saying that when this gets really, in my situation, gets really intense. I'm not, you know, <laughs> praying to somebody that it'll back off. But it is coming out of the awareness of that rather than some kind of um, uh, uh, feeling like I've somehow been wronged or I, I shouldn't have to go through this. Just like uh, the comparison or the looking at the fellow sitting across from me in the in the Datun back in uh, in the Rocky Mountain. Uh, Dharma Center back in 1975, thinking that, you know, I wish I could sit still like that. And um, he's probably wishing that that he had my mind, although if he was in it, he wouldn't feel that way. So there, there's, a, there's a difference. It's just a way of talking about it. So it's feeling. There's a, like music. You listen, listen to music, it feels, some, some music feels a certain way or feels really good or doesn't feel so good. Just like discordant uh, sounds or uh, not they're not painful like the way a physical, uh, the, the body uh, sense, uh, sensorium is, can be painful. But there's a quality of uh, dissatisfaction hearing sounds that don't work. Um, when I say don't work, they, there's something that's disharmony or lacks harmony. <laughs> uh, so but those are good questions. I'm not trying to, you know, send you home or anything. I'm just saying investigate those this is think about this i'll give you something to think about when you're going to sit down and meditate which you do and everybody here is a meditator sit down hold still it's yours rather than try to be somebody else rather than try to do a meditation that helps you be more clear more serene more confident more meditative more peaceful what a missed opportunity to go in and start manipulating something you don't even understand receive the pain Receive the pain. Look at the pain as actually, this is your, your, your human being. This life is suffering. He wasn't even talking about the pain part. He thought everybody knew that life is painful, but he was saying it's suffering. In other words, it's an ongoing process of trying to avoid who and what this is. It's difficult. might be difficult for you to understand this, but I'm going to say it in this way. Pain is always there of, of some kind of abrasion or some kind of offensiveness that is happening. We tend to cover it up with passion, aggression, and ignorance in different ways. This doesn't mean you're going to go the other direction and be a masochist and enjoy torturing ourselves or others or a sadist. 
that's a misunderstanding. More questions? Yes. One from Chazon, he asks, what is the connection between physical and emotional pain? I rarely can have intense physical pain without there being a great deal of emotional distress. The same thing. So what is the connection there? there if, if two things are not separate, there doesn't need to be a connection. They're fundamentally uh, not separate. They're separated in your, your ideation around that. Your thinking around it is separating them, but they're not. It's not two. That happens. That's that's that is the truth everywhere. It's just uh, amazing the way that nature or physical manifestation divides things up into this incredible display of causes and conditions and colors and shapes and sounds and, and the uh, the illusion of time. It's an astonishing situation. He has another question. How do we continue to function for the benefit of others when we are dealing with pain, particularly when it is chronic? Train your mind. Do it anyway. Dedicate yourself to it. There's plenty of room for other questions there. William Murray has a question. Is the pain and inability to sit still because of it just awareness? So it sounds like a specific situation you're talking about, and I hesitate to comment on that and and, uh, affirmative or negative or agree with you or disagree with you until I have a better understanding of what you're referring to. Everything is awareness. Uh, Everything is awareness. The the situation, whatever is arising, the movement tells us that there's awareness. Without the movement or without the object, uh, a little bit different, difficult to be a philosopher in that area. Uh, Wendy has a question. Wendy. Does physical pain help our practice? I think it does, unless unless we just fight with it. But then again, if we fight with it and are very aware that we're fighting with it, then that's not exactly the same as just fighting with it and having some kind of a momentum of this is just, you know, the constant repetition of uh, negativity, war going to war with war, or or, uh, resistance going to war with something that is just Dependently risen, nerve endings. It hurts. So this is why a sitting practice of meditation will give us, over time, will give us a better, more a sense of uh, equanimity or balance around the whole situation of pain and pleasure. Hakaran asks, what do you mean we have never left a hundred years ago? Who you are has never been born. <laughs> you probably heard that before. Uh I, I read it in a book long before I understood what it meant. And do I understand what it means? Yes and no. But when I teach it, it that's what comes out because I, I know that. I don't believe it. Uh, I, I didn't uh, suddenly run into it. It just looks that way. So therefore, I'm not reading books about it. Eric, uh, Eric Wilson asks, do yes. you have any advice for those of us who live with someone who experiences pain? When you are in pain, how do you prefer those around you to respond? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, since I've had a little bit of that. And I uh, I think it's, uh, as far as preferring it, it depends on where I'm at with it. Uh, it depends on if it's, if it's excruciating, then where I'm, it's a horrible situation, then I prefer they stay back. Um, it's not helpful. And it's not as painful if someone, uh, like with Unio, uh, we both, she watches me go through this and, and says, I feel helpless. And I said, well, I can see that. And you are helpless. You can't do anything about it. And then when I, on the other end, when I see her with a horrible migraine, which she has uh, every now and then, it's very difficult for me to, to look at her. I can't do anything about it. She can't do anything about it. And so I just uh, stay back and let her tell me 
of whatever I need. And Uno basically does the same thing for me. I've been, uh, since I've had this before, six years ago, something very similar, uh, this uh, uh, narrowing of the the uh, lumbar part of the spine. So uh, I never could figure out, even though I tried all kinds of different things, nothing, nothing, nothing really worked. Uh, chiropractic didn't work. Um, physical therapy, I know something to do, but it just hurt. So, and in this situation, it's a little bit different. And uh, if I'm, you know, preferring somebody, it's, it's, a, it's a good question, but it's like probably mostly since there's not much they can do is to stay away. Now, if they have a cure, a cure if they could say, well, I have this magic potion, which they're not going to have, but, or if they had an idea about how I could work with it. So I've, I've had my body in all different kinds of angles based on what people say and what, what I've been told and so on. And there might be some help there, but the, I, I sense the specific area that you're talking about has a very, as a, and it would depend on your relationship to that person. If, if it's you, this, uh, if you're wondering how, about how to work with what's pain that they may be going for, through, um, I think probably less is better, but just be available so that if something does come up, then then in my dynamic, I, I change all, all the time. I, I need to go walk, or I know I can't walk right now. I have to hold still. I have to sit down, or I have to go walk. And uh, and you was there with the chair. Do you want a chair? No, you don't want a chair. You do want a chair. You do want a chair. You don't want a chair. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like uh, this kind of pain is not happening right now. But when it does, it's like lightning bolts. It's it's nerves. So. It's uh, difficult. Uh, so anything specific, Eric, in that situation that I'm missing by my uh, kind of uh, attempt at responding? Chazan uh, says, uh, in reference to my last question, which is functioning, continuing to function when we're in pain for the benefit of others. Uh, in reference to my last question, when pain is really strong, it can take all of our attention. Sometimes this pain can last for days. Is there a way to give your to give your attention to others or help them when experiencing this pain? So you have to really, uh, you really have to look at this uh, uh, clearly. I don't know whether, what, uh, what other word to use. And that key comes through a strong awareness practice. Uh, there may be times when you have to tell people to get lost. The very best thing you can do is send them away. They don't want to see you in pain. So it would be just like this is always tentative. I'm not sitting back here and saying, I'm going to teach no matter what. I said, I say, I'm going to teach no matter what, unless, unless I get bombarded with something. Then, of course, I wouldn't present myself here without being able to speak clearly or try to speak clearly and not be expressing pain. That's not going to be helpful to you or to me. So uh, there again, it was Chiazan. Yes. Yeah. So Chiazan, I would say it's, it's so situational that there's no plan for it. But to prepare yourself, you could say it this way, to prepare yourself for anything situational, including your death, including that. Prepare yourself, train your mind so you see clearly. So whatever is coming over the mountainside or whatever is coming down into the valley or whatever is coming up in your body-mind complex, uh, whatever that is, that you you receive it as well as you can. The, the nerve endings aren't that intense uh, as some kind of a test. It may be a, like a school, but it's not a test that you need to pass. That you need to. That's more of a macho approach. The, some of the military situations uh, use um, a kind of a male or energy to 
beat on you until you're all broken down and then they raise you up as that's what they did uh, in the Marine Corps. When I was in there as they would <laughs> kick the daylights out of you and make you cower in the corner. And then as soon as you've cowered, uh, then they turn around and start bringing you back into their milieu, their, their uh, military as a, as a Marine, as a esprit de corps, the spirit of a unit, pride, only a few good men you know, or shit. It's all about manipulation. And even, even, uh, even Dharma situations are about manipulation. You can sense that if you have a strong awareness practice, you can go in any sangha anywhere and see if there's, if there's, uh, if that place is, uh, flooded with bodhicitta or anger, resentment, wish to, uh, the desire to control. That can come from teachers and maybe not the teacher, but maybe the teacher is so out to lunch. <laughs> Maybe I am uh, that the 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 family there or the sangha is is confused. They they don't know uh, they don't know exactly how to relate to forms. They don't know that forms are to be observed, not obeyed. This is a incredible m- misunderstanding that comes out of ancient macho um, kind of uh, societies and cultures, uh, Tibetan and Japanese, Chinese, and so on, and and ours. Yume has a question. Yume is. Uh, Rabid Buddha is his name. At first we hear the third noble truth talks about the end of suffering. Later we hear the suffering doesn't stop. How can you rephrase the third noble truth and communicate both? Um, It has to be taught uh, in in a sequence like that, uh, Yumi. So uh, um, there's a the, the third, uh, the third noble truth, when it says uh, uh, cessation or niroda, it just just means that that the intensity, the abrasiveness, and uh, the that that situation as it is uh, comes to a, a stop. But it doesn't come it doesn't come to a stop as it is in the sense of it's something there that's going to stop happening. It comes to a halt in that there's no one who's, there's no one. So one has transcended the primary misunderstanding, which is identity, that believing that there is someone. But we have to start somewhere. So that that's too, uh, too uh, advanced or too down the line or up the mountain teaching for one to hear right away. So the Buddha genius that he was said, life is suffering. Very simple. Life is suffering. The cause is well, desire or wanting something else, no matter what it is, you don't want that. You want something else. And uh, uh, sometimes the misunderstanding is, well, if you don't want anything else, then that would be contentment. No, contentment is not the case either. Uh, there, there isn't anyone to be anxious or discontent or, or uh, desireless or have desire. So we have to start where we're at. We start with the difficulty and we look at it and through the practice and through uh, the the support of something like the uh, the three jewels buddha dharma and sangha and the four noble truths uh life of suffering the causes wanting something else and it this can end and how does it end shila samadhi and prajna or discipline meditation wisdom see the truth sit down hold still train yourself find a wall sit down and wall gaze for 50 years or 25 10 years, a long time, and, and wall gaze until from looking and looking and seeing and receiving and receiving, 
we eventually see that uh, what what we were looking at uh, was was not what we thought it was. We actually see what we see it. We realize it. We wake up to that. We awaken Buddha. We awaken, and there's and there's no. It's not an opinion, and there's no conversation about it. If you if if you awaken and no students show up, then you won't necessarily go looking for some because everything is dependently originated and you see it. This doesn't mean you're going to look across the street and, uh, and see uh, someone beating their dog or something that, that that's going to be, Oh, this dependently arisen. So hands off. No, you would, you would work with that situationally because you're part of dependent origination. You're not just a, you're not just a person who sits back with some kind of profound or highly spiritualized, polished objectivity where you're no longer, are uh, confused or included or excluded from anything. You're you maybe more involved than you've ever been. Maybe before then you would be able to stand back and with some kind of philosophy, or you might listen to what I said. Oh, Sogazan said, "Don't meddle." No, there's sometimes that if I was there, I say, "That's not meddling. You're stopping that person from beating their talk. <laughs> not meddling." So meet everything where it's at, uh, and that that is. I, I, I don't know that there might be an, another way of, of expressing those uh, uh, formidable truths that might point out that aspect of it. But I think it takes time to get there so that eventually we can see that it's, it's a mistaken identity that is a, a lot more difficult uh, to work with because it's so incredibly demanding of somebody, something has to know something, not know something, control something, stop something, start something. Somebody has to not die. Sanho has a question. Sanho. As a follow-up to Jason's question, how do you continue to be with others when your mental pain is extraordinary? Well, again, it's a very simple comment that is a, a might be a difficult or not not fulfill um, a good a good response to this question. But I think you have to just have to be with things as they are, which includes your own mental state. It isn't like you have to be a really nice person, a really compassionate person. You have have to have to work with your own emotional state. So give yourself a break. Leave. Don't if you can get away from that person. If 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 in fact that's the area you're talking about, and it may you may not be able to. I mean, sometimes people get in relationships and marriages and legal situations and job situations and uh, everything that, that they're in and can't. There's no easy way to get out without maybe creating more chaos. So it's a uh, it would be more difficult if the the mind training is not strong. That doesn't mean that if the mind training is strong, it will appear easy. So we can't go the other direction. It, it still will appear strong, but there might be a more uh, respectful and dignified and kind way of not only treating others, but treating yourself. You don't have to necessarily uh, looking at your own activity, don't necessarily have to live up to some kind of a standard. Don't set standards. If the intention and the sincerity is there to be with all things and to be kind to oneself and kind to others, respectful of others, respectful of their confusion, that's often missed. When somebody's really confused and throwing their weight around, um, you have to respect that. And uh, it's not showing up as to how that might be what particular dynamic for you, uh, Sanho, how that's showing up to you. But I would say probably less is better. I would stay out of that situation 
whatever it may be, if you can, or pacify it. The cosine has a question. Yes. You say sometimes that mind and body aren't separate. Is there a way to recognize when the pain is suggesting medical slash physical intervention? I don't have no idea. Particularly, I just, uh, I just like, um, I don't know if you'd call it intuition or something, but sometimes you, you know, I know when I had open heart surgery, I didn't know what that meant. I just knew that someone that I trusted because I don't know what all is happening here said that I should have that done. So I don't know if there's something more to the question. I would say less is better. Don't do anything unless you have to. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, if you have, have more, if you can take, uh, help us all go deeper into that, I'll try to be as supportive as I can in looking at that or helping you look at it. Or all of us look at it. Michael Stoltz asks, is pain just another form of entertainment? You know, I wouldn't go that far. Pain, pain sucks. And so I, I'm not saying that, that it hasn't been moved in different directions. Uh, human beings and cultures and so on are so incredible. If, you, if you've done any reading or, you know, there's people who actually create pains because it's so pleasant. So the nerve endings are nerve endings, nerve endings are nerve endings. And so there's, there's this, the human psychology and so on is uh, extremely complicated. And um, I, I'm not saying that you can go in and uh, as, as sometimes they say, uh, you, the, the ancient um, model is uh, uh, people um, trying to people who can't see are looking at an elephant and there's different ones all the way around it and one is touching the trunk and one is touching the ears and one is touching the feet and one is touching the, the elephant's butt and they're all trying to figure out what an elephant is i can't remember how that story goes but it's a, a little bit silly but whatever you're looking at is not is not the totality it's always part of it until you see until you see with your wisdom eye to be literal about it you're going to always see parts and you're going to think that some parts are better and some parts need work and some parts don't. And of course, the human form is uh, your, your, your arm aches or your leg aches. Or you have a bad knee. There's going to be a separation there. But the fundamental situation is not separate. And so it's very difficult to work with that when you have these apparent separations that are screaming for attention through uh, nerve endings and pain. And so insofar as you can, receive as much as you can. Do act Keep everything on receive or um, reception rather than production. And uh, most of the world's producing. I mean, they're, not, they're receiving some, but as soon as they hear something, immediately respond. Here's something else they respond. So it creates a really intense uh, network of uh, 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 calls and responses. Pardon me. Calls and responses that are that build a, a, a very complicated. It's called you know Indra's net. Uh, the classical words uh, that say it's just so incredibly complicated. So one of the things that you can do is sit down, hold still, and simplify it as much as possible. There's still going to be karma coming because you're you're you were born as a you're a living being. You had a mother and a father. You're here, and you stumbled into this spiritual path, which looks at being a living being and, and life in a totally different way than the general society about you know get a job and, and watch your reputation and don't you want people to like you. And uh, what will people think or what does society think? Other people's opinions. Or it's just a constant uh, uh, swap meet of ideas about this and about that. And who th what do you think about what I'm thinking about what you're thinking? And 
it's very elaborate. So it's difficult to uh, isolate ourselves. This is why we have a monastery, so that we can pull ourselves back out of this incredibly complicated milieu we call society and culture and the dynamics of your family. And all of you who are listening here have, unless your family, they're meditators that have difficulty understanding what it is you're doing, especially if they see you having difficulty. Because they'll think, well, I thought that meditation was supposed to help you. You seem to be more suffering more now than it's a typical kind of response to to someone who is directly working with their difficulty or their pain. So this is why uh, a Buddha Dharma Sangha is a great model. It's I'm sure you know those of you who are involved in this uh, uh, the family that we have. The Sangha is difficult to find a family like this. They're not uh, too plentiful. Jim Johnson has a question. Yes. Your discussion about your pain, about how there is no one experiencing the pain, has me wondering about the relationship of mental illness and awareness. If our sensorium is different, how does that affect our ability to experience awareness? So you can't really experience awareness because it's like even though part of the practice could be being aware of being aware. Some of that is when we're sitting down or we might go through different uh, perambulations of am I being aware? Am I aware? Am I, am I on receive? Am I actually receptive to sound, smells, taste, touch? Or am I stopping it in some way? Am I short-circuiting that? Am I, am I modifying it so it's more, so it's coming in at a different angle, more pleasant, less abrasive? Um, you know, I'm sure you've noticed, uh, uh, Jim, that if you, if you can blame somebody for something, it's less difficult to deal with because it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. And I mean, just a simple one like that. And as far as mental illness, that's a, that because the consciousness is, use a common one that I've been using is downloaded into a human form. Uh, that human form also is dependently arisen from all the different places, the, the mother, the father, the situation, uh, all the things that can happen in one's life to completely modify what looked like this was going to happen in this way. And suddenly it's taken in a different direction. And as much as we can try to receive that because the, the way that it's showing up, whether it's mental illness or whether it's uh, someone who is a, uh, you know, who thinks he's smarter than everyone else in the universe, like uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, I'm not picking on him because there's a lot of people that are, uh, he is really smart. <laughs> so I would pick on somebody that really is smart, but he also has a pretty high opinion of his smartness. So everyone's arising differently. Uh, and everyone gets a different, uh, a different uh, combinations of karma causes and conditions. Some people are look beautiful, but aren't very smart. And some people are incredibly, um, uh, intelligent and don't look so good. I mean, just using that as an example. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm addressing your question. A little bit of it is not exactly clear about what you're, what, where you're questioning it. Um, could you re rephrase that possibly? Paraphrase it. In the meantime, uh, Kiyun yes. has uh, two questions. His first one is pain is always there. When it's not felt at a particular moment, is this ignorance? Uh, it has different levels of that, and you might, uh, you, you know, it's a um, a distraction or a turning away. There's no one thing. This is ignorance, and everything else is something else. Or there's no, there's no uh, 
you're not going to get rid of ignorance. But you could be aware of ignorance. So just watching, uh, observing what is coming and going slowly uh, allows us to make the transformation, make the transition, make a revolution at the basis of consciousness where we're no longer think we're, we no longer, we no longer see ourselves as a separate being. Much easier. Doesn't mean you're still, you're still here. Your elbow is still going to get bumped into something. You're going to feel pain, but it doesn't develop into suffering, into, into extra, uh, the blaming kind or the, the anger kind. Occasionally when I'm really in really intense pain, I notice a, a level of uh, aggression comes up with me. So I got into this kind of a path because of my own aggression. I was very young, so I was completely terrified of it because I knew it would come out of nowhere and rip everything apart, possibly me. So, but it doesn't mean that that's gone. It just doesn't, it can't find a, uh, it doesn't have any status as I mean, it shows up as an emotion. It's really strong. I feel it, but it gets no, it's not like i am got the door bolted. It's more like, yeah, come in, come in, you know, look around, get, get angry. It's, it's uh, interesting. There's a, there's a kind of curiosity when one begins to see that passion, aggression, and ignorance are all basically ignorant. And the, the primary ignorance, ignorance is, is the ignoring that what you think is other is actually you. <laughs> this is why the third training teachings uh, talk about uh, empty of other. Is anyone else? You're responsible for everything. Everyone is listening to this. Uh, I'm not saying you're to blame, but you're, you're, you, you, you should respond to everything in as open and kind and civilized and respectful a way as possible. Respect people's insanity. This doesn't mean do what they say. It just means uh, be respectful of that. His second question is, how does chronic pain prepare us for death? Well, the way it, the way it looks to me is uh, chronic pain is telling you, uh, and I'm going to say this in a way that I'm, it's meant to be respectful, but I'm going to say it in this way. I'm just letting you know that you're still alive because you can feel this. That's the upside of chronic pain. I'm here. How do I know? Because I'm, I feel it just like if I, uh, if I, or if anybody dies then the whole sensorium comes apart, I'm not saying there couldn't be some kind of psychological or spiritual terror happening, but yeah, unlikely, especially for someone who's training their mind. You can, you can't train your body away. But you can you can train away to some extent the grasping, self-centered greediness of wanting to be in control of everything, wanting your own way. I sometimes uh, teach it this way. I say, "Grow up." I had to, and I don't want to. I'm really glad that I didn't have brothers and sisters because they would not have lived. I would have made sure of that. Kozan has a follow-up to Kozan. her previous question. It could be easier to sit with the pain and ignore what it may be telling you could be part of the preamble to the previous question where she asks, um, is pain suggesting necessary medical or physical intervention? I would think that's, uh, that kind of goes without saying, I'm not even going to give a talk on that. I don't know. Yes. the, The reason we have the pain is so that we can, so the body mind complex can be protected. But it's it's not, and it's very sophisticated in its working. But the 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 mind that is not clear uh, gets in the way of that and tries to take over, just like people telling you what you should eat. You notice how people are so 
You notice that? People just will, if you have any problem with anything, people say, well, you know what you could do? You could wear a canoe on your head. No, really, I heard about somebody, if you wear the canoe this way, it keeps the rain off the tops of your ears. It has to be a small canoe, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a vivid imagination about canoes. I'm just saying that people are very ready. People who, who have terrible situation in their own life are having so much difficulty. If you have any difficulty, because they want to be helpful, they like to think of themselves as a helpful person. They want you to think of them as a helpful person. They will start telling you wh- how to do everything around your life, how you can get out of that horrible feeling or that horrible relationship or that horrible anything. And what could be happening there out of someone who has had some mind training and has taken this uh, uh, sincerely, earnestly, you'll, you'll start to stop meddling with people. Uh, if they ask for your help, like with the question earlier, is somebody needs your help, they're probably going to ask you rather than you'd have to charge in. It doesn't mean you can't offer, but then you could what receive the answer uh jim has a follow-up to his previous question and elaboration you speak of the six sense fields including the mind how can the condition of our mind affect our practice our attempts to live in awareness over time by practicing meditation and by receiving the thoughts emotions feelings uh all the all those qualities that come including physical pain, uh, mental anxiety, fear, all of those things by receiving those we we don't we don't perpetuate the circularity of that the pain of alternation bang 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 and there are different levels of that there are levels that go back 20 minutes there are levels that go back 20 years and there are levels that go back 20 lifetimes and I'm not kidding you I'm also saying don't believe a word I say find out for yourself if it sounds like that's my opinion, that's a misunderstanding. I don't have an opinion. I, I, I don't have an opinion. I don't know how else to say it. That's why I sometimes say, come and get me. See if you can find what I know. See if you can find the authority here. And so I would say along the lines of your question is examine it because nothing lasts, but it tends to persist if you fight with it. If you if you argue with anything, it will it takes on its own because things are not separate. It takes on its own persona and becomes an issue or a problem or something to continue to torture you or feel bad. Or Depression is notorious for being circular. We don't want it. We want to get rid of it rather than just, let's see what this is. And this is not being disrespectful to someone who is suffering with depression. That's a horrible situation to deal with. And quite often, they don't get the kind of help they need. They get cover-up help. Here, take this, take this. Take Wellbutrin, take Met, uh, not Metformin, <laughs> take uh, Prozac, take, uh, and, and this is not wrong. It's it's cultural and it's dependently origin, originated and it's within the context of the, of the society and the culture and the understanding of what we call what medicine and, and, and the whole thing that is all about what making money and controlling people. I'm not saying you can't get great help there. Of course you can, especially if you have people that are in the service of being nurses or doctors that are totally devoted to helping people. Sometimes the damn system gets in the way of them trying to help somebody. And because there's so many rules and laws because of the need to control, nobody trusts anybody. And so then uh, the person who's functioning in that way, who really could help you, is stopped by this labyrinth where, where people do not care for each other. 
They just want power and control and they shine it way up. So it looks like they're helping. You can notice that there's some people that just, they're so interested in appearing like they're helpful that they'll lie. Further questions? Have you had? Yes. Um, Carl has a question. Carl. Production seems as spontaneous as receiving. What's the difference? <clears throat> receiving is hard to do. Producing is easy because producing, so you're doing something, so covering something up. Unless that, co- unless that producing is coming out of uh, a, a powerful insight into, it's, it's almost like a written invitation. You see a, a, a break in the dam, uh, you plug the damn dam. One of those is spelled with an N. You don't need to say, hmm, is this meddling? I'm being silly, but I'm saying, you know, you're, you're, you're receiving, you're receiving, you're walking down the road, you see there's a, there's a break in the dam, and you, and you get something and plug it or call somebody, you do something about it. So that's producing something. So how, how does it look to you? You're receiving, receiving, and then it's time to produce what? A person that you already are, so you got that going for you. You got feet, probably got toes if you got feet. That's part of the toe, small part. And then you walk over and you plug it, or you you see that someone's uh, uh, the, your house is burning down. You would you get out of the house. You wouldn't need to, something else. But that hole in the dam is like a written invitation to say, here, this needs help. I know that's a simple uh, image or metaphor, but it's it's like that. But if you won't see the hole in the dam, if you're busy, um, uh, if you're busy producing uh, stuff in your mind about uh, the nature of dams and why the dam doesn't have a blue top on it, I mean everybody knows that dams need to be painted blue on the top so that the water that's looking over realizes that that's already water, so it doesn't need to go over because the blue stuff. You know, you can go on and on. People have thoughts like this. How do I know? I have them. But there's nobody having those. There's nobody fixing a dam. There's nobody seeing the dam. There's nobody walking. There's nobody. It doesn't mean there's something, but it's not a separate being. Find out. People not met way before I got here have been telling you how to do that. Sit down, hold still, train your mind to see clearly. Nothing to join. Being a Buddhist may be important to you. It may not be. Kuhn asks, is all pain spiritual? Well, uh, respond in another way. Pain is pain <laughs> it hurts uh, and uh, there's anything that isn't spiritual but you have to see it it's not an opinion uh, but everything is uh, everything is preaching the word of the dharma saying not separate not separate not separate everything is dependently risen the bird outside the stick waving in the air uh, this old man the question you asked preaches the dharma uh, Greg B. asks, yesterday I was outside my comfort zone and noticed I was really fed up with my thoughts, personality, and self-imposed limitations. Mm-hmm. Is this being at war with myself? Thank you. Not exactly. Thank you. Not exactly. Not if you see it. Not if you can ask that question. No, I would say, I would say you are, you're, it seems to be there's a willingness to just be in the middle of the confusion and be at a loss. So that it's, it's a path. It's not a conclusion. And so it's a path, and, and, and it's a path that uh, is uh, profoundly different from one person to the next until it is not, until there's, there's no difference. There isn't anything else but this. There isn't anything else but Greg. There isn't anything else but Sogazan or Kozan or the cardinal out in the treetops that I just saw a few minutes ago. 
separated, but fundamentally not separate, including all the 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 distress you just described. It's just dependently arisen. There's no one feeling that. That that makes the feelings even more intense. When there's someone feeling it, then that someone can start to do something, push down or talk, or lecture them. So, well, I shouldn't feel that way. Well, this can't be true. Well, this shouldn't be happening because if, if I'd gotten this and this hadn't happened, then I'd be better off. Or so we're always looking for happiness, and we'll kill kill anybody we can to get it, including our own thought patterns, our own thought forms. Receive, just receive. Everything is everything is preaching the dharma. Everything is saying not separate, not separate. To begin to see that as the beginning of what wisdom, and also uh, the the womb of the Tathagatas, which is also compassion, karuna, uh, an overwhelming concern for the welfare of everything, without leaving your rock. Going into action is mis- misunderstood. We hear we sometimes get lectured, lectured by everybody. Well, you got to do something. You're not going to sit there yet. <laughs> That's always a, a good one for the meditator who's just sitting there. <laughs> yep, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> Can't just sit there forever. Yeah, you can. Go ahead. Uh, we've exhausted the questions. Very so good. You could dedicate the merit. I'll de- dedicate the merit. Thank you. And thank you. May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being being together together can realize the Buddha's way. The Ten Directions, the Three Worlds, all Buddhas, all Venerable Ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the Great Prajna, Paramita. The Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and fill them with light.